Hey everyone, welcome back to the Westbridge Church Podcast. To learn more about Westbridge Church, including our service times, visit us online at westbridgedanville.com. This week's message comes from Pastor John McDougall, and we hope it encourages you to take your next step in your faith journey. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to our Christmas Eve service. Um, We are just so grateful that you all are here tonight, especially considering what's been going on outside over the past few days. Um, We know that it uh, was probably quite a trek to uh, throw your family in the car and get them here, Um, especially you, Kevin. My heart goes out to you. Kevin just told me that they had two flat tires on two different vehicles trying to get here uh, tonight. So we know that it is no small feat to wrangle the kids and and uh, get the family here. So thank you so much for being here tonight, whether you're a part of our church or part of our community or uh, extended family visiting from out of town. Uh, what a weekend to, to visit. Glad we could welcome you to Indiana like this. But uh, this is such a special night, and it's it's not so much because of the win, you know, the idea that we get to do this once a year uh, on Christmas Eve, we can have these services. Instead, it has everything to do with the who, that this is an opportunity to gather and reflect on the gift of love given to us by God in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is why we are here tonight. Some of our Westbridge kids are going to be reading us through the Christmas story this evening. And uh, as they read tonight, our our prayer is that a couple things will happen. Number one, as these children read, our prayer is that we might be reminded of the humility of Jesus. Jesus, though he was in very nature God, did not consider equality with God as something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant. He was found in human likeness. So as these kids read, let's be reminded of Jesus Christ who left the throne of heaven, humbled himself to be born as a child. Also, as these um, children read tonight, we want to hear this story of Christmas taken from the gospel accounts. We want to hear it as though we were hearing it for the first time with fresh ears. We want to see it with fresh eyes. And we want to do that knowing that this is not an isolated event that happened uh, a couple thousand years ago that we just rehearse every year at Christmas time. No, this is a story that is unfolding in the here and now. Do you realize that tonight? We want to be aware and awake to that this evening, that we are living it. We are living the story of God's redemptive plan unfolding day after day, still through the same Savior to a world in need. Jesus' story has become our story. All because God, as he looked at the fabric of our time, ruined with sin and death and darkness, in order to redeem it, Jesus entered it, weaving himself into the brokenness of our world. So that all of those who call on him in faith, who would put their trust in him and what he has done through his death and his resurrection might be bound to him and he to them forever. Tonight we remember that Jesus is and forever will be our Emmanuel our God who is with us. So tonight is simply a night of worship. As we pour out all of our attention, all of our affection and adoration on Jesus Christ, who came to seek and he came to save the lost. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand together and begin by praising his name together.
and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With the angelic host proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn
creation praise its Lord evermore and evermore. O ye heights of heaven, adore him. Angel hosts his praises sing. Powers, dominions bow before him. Extol our God and King. Let no tongue on earth be silent. Every voice in concert ring. Evermore and God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and, the wo and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of Mo the Most High. The Lord will, God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to law and yet did not want to expose her for her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. When they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them.
break. I love Thee, Lord Jesus, O gift from above, the King of the heavens forever. to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary, Joseph, and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. Now there was a man in Jerusalem, Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him, moved by the Spirit. He went into the temple courts when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required. Simeon took him in his arms and praising God, said, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a life for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. 
upon the midnight clear that glorious song of old from angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold peace on the earth goodwill to men from heaven's all gracious king the world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Still through the cloven skies they come with peaceful wings unfurled. And still their heavenly music floats through all the the noise and cease the strife and hear the angels sing. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God evermore. Good news, great joy Silence, Christ 
secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that, had, that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw this child, they... They saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, have being, and have, having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up. He said, Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the, through the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, and, and he was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, 
and this is in his son. joyful 
Amen. Fragile fingers sent to heal us. Tender brow prepared for thorn. Tiny heart whose blood will save us. Unto us is born. That lyric in that song was so thought-provoking. And I think it's because it reminds us that the manger is not the end of the story. Nor is it the beginning Jesus came to carry our sin to a cross, to bear the punishment for our sin, so that instead we might receive the forgiveness of God. When we look at just the manger, it, it's a beautiful story. But when we zoom out and we see it within the context of God's great plan of redemption, when we look at the manger in view of the cross, it becomes the most marvelous, wonderful, magnificent, indescribable gift of love that the world has ever seen. That God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. With each passing Christmas, this is the hope that we remember. Amen? This is the hope that we cling to. This is the hope that transcends our circumstances in life. This is the hope that endures through life's greatest joys and deepest sorrows. Our prayer is that you would know this hope. Our prayer is that you would be able to experience this hope this Christmas. Jesus is the only hope the only hope for the one who is crushed beneath the weight of the wrongs that they have done. Jesus is the only hope for the one who is searching for peace in a world that is filled with turmoil. Jesus is the only hope for the one who is drowning in a sea of despair. Jesus is the only hope for the one who longs for justice and righteousness. Do you know this hope? That same anticipation that burned within the hearts of the people of God as they awaited the coming of the Messiah is the same burning hope that's within our hearts as we long for the day when Jesus comes again and sets all the wrong things right and makes all things new. This is the hope that we have in Jesus this Christmas. If you don't know that hope but would like to, we would love to talk with you. We'd love to encourage you. We'd love to pray with you. Even just after the service, if you want to come, um, come down front and find any of us that are on the platform, we would love to, um, to pray with you or talk with you. There's no greater decision that we can make to take hold of this hope that is offered to us in Jesus Christ. Through his life, his death, and his resurrection, he came so that you, may, you might have life now, full and abundant life. Father, we thank you for this gift. Lord, when we think about Christmas and all the, uh, the gifts that, that we open and all the things that we attribute value to, all of them pale in comparison to your surpassing worth. So Lord, may what follows from this service and what takes place tomorrow and in the coming weeks, may we live in light of that fact there's nothing compared to the surpassing worth of knowing you and being called yours. You are our greatest treasure. You are our greatest gift. You are our greatest hope, our greatest prize. So Lord, now may our lives reflect this truth.
as we spend these moments with our families tonight, tomorrow, in the days to come, would you fill our hearts with hope? Would you fill our hearts with longing for the day that you come again? We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand together. And as we close, uh, we're going to sing Silent Night together. by today's talk and believe it would be helpful for others, please be sure to subscribe or share. To experience other messages or find helpful resources, visit us online at westbridgedanville.com.